It is Friday, June the 2nd, and you are listening to the first ever Just A Bit Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Reynolds, and this is my partner, Mr. Adrian Bertazoid Townsend. Whoop! Whoop whoop. Is that what a Bertazoid says? <laughs> yeah. Whoop. Whoop whoop. <laughs> I've never been to that jungle. Uh, should we should we be introducing ourselves as Just A Bit Gaming or as Jab Gaming? I like Jab. 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 Uh, for those of you wondering that are listening, uh, the idea of Just A Bit, uh, it's a, obviously a callback to... Uh, you know, 8-bit gaming, uh, the the birth of gaming that we all knew and loved back in the day. Also, the idea of, you know, growing up, uh, being in gaming and all of that. You know, you always want to play just a bit more. You always want to spend just a bit more time. And sometimes that just a bit evolves into a full-blown adult obsession that you never quite outgrew. Right. So, you know, jab gaming. Jab gaming, there it is. Also, no, no feedback there. I think I think that's a brilliant name. I like it. <laughs> I, 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 I'm glad. What, when, it, when it comes to naming things, I leave it up to Ryan because he knows, he knows that stuff. And I'll name the shit out of some shit. He's a he's a marketer through and through. I do what I can. So uh, if this seems a little rough, a little rocky, uh, I I won't apologize because you can get through it with us. We'll learn about this podcasting world together. That's what it is. It's 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 learning how to do a podcast when we've never done one. I've listened to them for many years. Yeah, I always lot, wanted to do one. Lots of podcasts. This is actually an idea we've thrown around what probably two years ago. Well, a little a little backstory on that. Adrian and I uh, started a uh, marketing and design firm together. Well, that was that was an apt description, marketing and design. Uh, yeah. Called Ten Penny Marketing and Design, and we he's a graphic designer. Right. Uh, he's very good at it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I I can't get past cartoons. So. <laughs> Your art, though, man, your art is, I, I appreciate is, that. is legit. Uh, so we had talked about doing a marketing and design podcast for a long time and kind of backburnered that for a while and decided that we just wanted to do something for fun. And, you know, we call this the Just a Bit Gaming podcast. But the idea here is to talk about, uh, I guess, just that, I guess, nerd culture in general. Right. You know, video games, uh, toys, cartoons, comic books, music, movies, right. whatever. Yeah. Whatever we land on, and so that kind of that gives you a rundown of what we're trying to do with this show. Also, we're going to end up launching a Twitter, a YouTube, a Twitch, yep. uh, getting into the live streaming game. Um, you know, at some point, be able to take user submission or uh, listener submissions as far as content that you guys want to see and hear. So we, we, our goal is to make this very interactive. Yeah, it's just it's it's just for it's fun. It's it's fun. it's fun. It's fun thing for us to do to get together and, and hang out, but also to you know interact with with whoever may decide to listen to us or watch us if we're on YouTube. Right. Uh, I set up my living room and everything for streaming. I got my computer up, set up with my consoles, so I'm ready to kick that off as well. Well, that being <clears> said, <throat> what are you playing right now? I'm playing. Okay, I have what's called video game ADD. I have given myself that name. It's probably a term that's been thrown around <laughs> before. I play a multiple range of things. Um, <clears throat> so as for what I'm playing regularly, regularly? Regularly. <laughs> that's a hard word to say. Re- regular, uh, regular, regularly. Regularly. Yeah, so I just finished... Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Ooh, let's talk about that for a minute. All right. That is, 
I won't say it's my favorite uh, Zelda. Wind Waker still keeps that for me, uh, just because that's the first one I really got into. I've played all the Zeldas up to that point. Um, the original on the NES, I, I loved it. <clears throat> I uh, uh, never played the second one, never played the Super Nintendo. Uh, 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 I can't remember the name of it. I'm drawing a blank. Uh, I haven't played the Super Nintendo. I never had a 64. Is that... Uh Link, Link's Link's to Link, Link to the past. Link to the past. Link to the past. Yeah. What was Link's Awakening on? That was that Game Boy. Yeah, Game Boy. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So someone is shaking their head right now <laughs> at, at my not knowing that. Well, I'm having to draw from memory too, and I, I I'm not I've never been a huge fan of the Zelda series, although I really really like it now. There's a lot more people shaking their heads at you. Now. <laughs> There's I, I just never had the consoles to be able to support it. My first console was a uh, NES. So I played the first one there, but I never had an, any other Nintendo until the GameCube. Um, so when I got the GameCube, I got uh, Wind Waker. Fell in love with it for a couple reasons. The art style, I love the art style. No, yeah, cartoony. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, I think that was the biggest thing. And then once I started diving into it and getting into it, the, the puzzles, the dungeons, the, uh, the characters, everything about it, I just immediately fell in love with it. And I played through it until I beat it. So since then, I tried picking up other Zelda games like uh, uh, Twilight Princess. Could not get into that one. Um, never beat it. Um, and then Skyward Sword. Couldn't get into that one either. <clears throat> so I ended up picking up Breath of the Wild because uh, I got a Switch. And mm. the Switch is awesome. More, on that. Like, More yeah. on that later. Yeah. So uh, obviously yeah. I'm going to pick up Breath of the Wild when I, when I did. The thing about Breath of the Wild... Are there any... Have they Mario Kart, right? That's the only have they released anything other than Zelda and Mario Kart? There's a few games games that I'm going to play, Breath of the Wild, and yeah, I did pick up Mario Kart. All right. Mario Kart is uh it's a re-release of a game that was came out on the Wii U, which I have that version as well. Um, but I'm really enjoying the Switch version. Uh playing it on the go is really cool. I just went to my brother's house uh, over the weekend and we played multiplayer on the Switch. He had a he has a Switch as well, he just got uh-huh. one. So Couch multiplayer, each having our own devices, is pretty damn cool. That the uh, resolution, the graphics, and everything on the Switch are fantastic. But Breath of the Wild, it's it's one of those games that it it doesn't show you how to play it. I'm a big fan of games that don't hold you by the hand when you start them. You and know, they just just drop you. In. Yeah, drop you into this world and say, figure it out. What is it that uh, Player Unknown's Battleground? From what I hear, that one, I haven't played that one yet, but uh, from what I hear, that one does the same thing. Kind of. I've uh, just, watched a few videos on it. It's, but but uh, that one's different. It's a multiplayer game. Sure. And, uh, yeah, I mean, sure, I've never played it either, but, uh, yeah, I think it's kind of a different thing. But with Breath of the Wild, it's, it's an open world um, sandbox with a story. The uh, story's not anything great. I mean, it was okay. I enjoyed it, but... The gameplay is where it's at. Mm-hmm. It's one of those games where you discover as you go. Uh, you can do whatever. If you can think it up, you can probably accomplish it. Uh, to give you an example, there is a dungeon where you have to find these metal balls and set them on this plate. And the plate activates a door that will raise and let you to the next area. 
the, there's a plate on each side. So you have to go through this entire area to find both of these metal balls to set on there. Um, I managed to find both of them, get through the puzzle. It was, it was, it was a little bit challenging, but, uh, I went online later. I found a video a guy posted and he put down one ball, took all of his swords and everything. Cause in this game, you don't, you don't have, uh, your set sword and shield that you use. You find weapons and you use them and they break. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and, and so just on a side note, as you're, as you're playing them, I, you know, those of you listening, you'll have to excuse me. I have not played breath of the wild. Yet. Yeah. Uh, it breaks my heart because I, unlike Adrian, am a huge lifelong Zelda fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I haven't played a Zelda game since Majora's Mask. I so so are we going to call this selling Ryan on Breath of the Wild? No, I mean, I'm, I'm sold. sold. I'm sold. <laughs> I'm sold. You actually better watch what you say because you might talk me out of it. At some point, you might just say the wrong thing. Well, okay. I'll be careful, but I don't know. Maybe I don't explain it well enough, but <laughs> to go back on that story I was telling you, the guy took all of his metal shields because it's, it's an electrical current that is activating that plate. So he took all his shields and swords and everything, threw them down on the ground and put the ball down on the mat, on the electrical plate and then lined all his shields and swords to the next uh, plate, which carried the electric current through the metal hit the other plate and raise the door. So it's, I, I guess I explained it as being a pressure point. It's not, it's not a pressure plate. It's a, it's a, an electrical plate. That's, that's cool. That is cool. I, I didn't know you could do that. I mean, there's other things. There's a raft that you can get in the, in the game. And there's apparently several different ways that you can make this raft move. It's got a sail on it. So there's an, a leaf. I guess the intended way is to take the leaf and, and it'll blow air and make you go. <laughs> I've seen other ways. There's other like abilities that you can acquire and stuff right, that right. might generate some air that will get you to get that thing moved. But the point being, if you can think it up, there's basically no limitations in this game. So, so basically, like after after all these generations of Legend of Zelda games being released, uh, they finally just hit a point that they were like, ah, "Screw it." Yeah, you know, here, here, do this. Yeah, it's 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 like you want to be able to do it. We can do it. They. Went the open world approach. The map is enormous. It's huge. Uh, it when you first start the game, the opening area is big enough, and you uh, you're exploring it and trying to figure out what to do. And then you open up the map and you see all these darkened out regions, but you don't know how much of it you can actually explore. So you open up different areas of the map, and the way you do that is you climb a tower. It's like every Ubisoft game ever made. Sure. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Far Cry or. <clears throat> I'm familiar enough. Well, how it works is you you find a uh, beacon tower, basically. Yeah. You climb that tower, you activate it, and it scans the area for you and then places the um, coordinate. Or it just shows you, it opens that area of the map for you. Really? It, uh, that description, the gameplay and the, and the opening up of the different areas uh, kind of strikes me as, uh, I guess, like a throwback to the saboteur. Did you ever play that? Never played that one. So in that game, you were this uh, this fella. I guess he was a mechanic or, or, or some such profession back in World War II. And he was in Nazi-occupied France. And as you went through it, and you were like a brawler, and you know you could pick up guns and steal cars. I don't remember the studio that made it. It wasn't dissimilar to like 
the uh, Grand Theft Auto series. Okay. But set back then. And it's, it was like in black and white, like noir style. And as you liberated pieces of Nazi-occupied France, the colors came back. Like you had to climb a spot in the city and the colors would come back as you activated that next piece. So kind of similar to that. Like it's open world enough, but it's still vaguely checkpoint oriented based on your achievements. Not, yeah, not that's 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 a kind of a common theme among open world games. <clears throat> but anyway, it's you've played you've played a similar style, I guess, with opening sure. up the map. Yeah, it, it's it's played out like most other open world games. The biggest difference to me being I want to explore this world. This world is made interesting enough to me that I want to keep going. I want to figure out what's going on. What can I do now? You know, oh, that's a new weapon or new enemy I've never seen before. What what can I do with that, you know? But also scattered around this map are, uh, they're like little mini dungeons, I should say. <clears throat> I've heard them, uh, not alt, shrines? Shrines. Is that what they shrines. shrines? Yes. You haven't even played this game, you know, more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you guys will have to, like I said, you'll have to excuse me. I, I love the gaming world. I've always been a, a part of it, but my scope tends to be relatively limited. Like I'll, I'll find a game that I love and I do have the, the ADD piece where I'll start four games at a time, but one will rise to the top and that'll be the only thing I play for a year. Uh, yeah. But the others, the, the interest remains. So I'll watch a lot of videos or yeah. read about them a lot, listen to podcasts. And I, honestly, I've learned so much about. You prefer learning about them or knowing about them overplaying them i really i really do it's the weirdest thing it's super weird it's okay i mean honestly with with something i never understood was twitch like how people would get on there and watch other people play a video game it's like wouldn't you rather play this game yourself well i have four kids they are they love twitch and they love youtube videos and what they primarily watch are other people playing video games and it's like wouldn't you rather play that game yourself and they're all like well, yeah, it's it's fun. One of them, my my middle daughter, she loves to play the games. But the other three, four, <laughs> the other three. Hold on, one, two, three. <laughs> the the others, they like to <laughs> they like to watch. You have to get hash marks on the inside of your yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah. What one, one, two, three, four. Okay. The uh, <laughs> they they, I think they get more enjoyment out of watching the game being played and the reaction from the streamer. So well, I mean, because at that point, that it's. I, it's like this generation's answer to a game show almost like, yeah, you know, like game shows are still on TV, yeah. obviously, but they're not as prevalent as they used to be. Yeah. We're in such a, it's such a, it's a technological generation. So to talk about things like Twitch and live streaming and stuff that was, it's, it's so prevalent now, whenever it was hardly even established when we were, when we were kids Yeah, that, I mean, really Internet-based entertainment is the the crux of what this generation has become, what the next generation will be. And so as as they phase out the more, I, I don't know, archaic or analog versions, the, the more classic versions yeah. of multimedia entertainment, things like watching someone on a live stream, you know, it's like watching your favorite game show, but it can go on as long as that person wants to stay on. Yeah. And you can go back and watch <clears> the replays. 
and you can message send the messages and interact live. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's where the the draw is is feeling like you have a connection to the streamer a, a community feel so yeah, it's it's an ever changing each each episode it, it's it's open to interpretation it changes as it goes right you can the the people and you get, have a direct you have a direct uh effect on that right yeah. if they if they choose to answer your questions or you know observe your comments and whatever whatever people are saying to that streamer and how the streamer reacts and or doesn't react or whatever it you know it can change the entire direction of an episode of this they could be playing like a straight just dry color by numbers run through yeah. of we'll say breath of the wild and they get enough people on rooting them on to uh, jump into just nothing but side quests or nothing but invention and next thing you know you've got this 2 hour long game show that has now been custom tailored to what you and the other the viewers, viewers were, were wanting out. That's of a good, as, that's as a good a way of looking at it. Yeah. I'm, I've never, I've never thought about it that way, but that makes sense. I mean, I think my kids enjoy, even though they're not watching, they, they watch more YouTube than I do Twitch. Sure. Um, and I know that. <laughs> which is fine <laughs> because at least with, uh, with YouTube videos, I can monitor what they're watching because you can't really monitor Twitch very well. I mean, there's probably some decent streamers out there who, who are safe for kids to watch, but mm-hmm. they have a select few that I allow them to watch because I know that they're going to keep things clean and, and kid friendly. Um, but they, who, who's like, uh, like big, big name streamers right now. Is that uh, what's his name? PewDiePie. Is he still a thing? He's not a streamer, I don't think. I think or is he's he just a, like a personality. He's a YouTube guy. Like carrot top of YouTube. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I've never really watched his videos. I, I've seen a, enough to know that uh, his style is very childish. Um, right. Isn't it supposed to be? Like yeah, it's it's, towards- it's geared towards younger kids, younger teens. I think. Okay. Um, he's he likes to yell and scream a lot, and he likes to you know use profanity and sexual jokes and stuff like that. That's, that's his thing. It's, it's, it's not funny in the I, least to it me. It works for you. It works for you, I guess. Um, yeah, my kids cannot watch him. Uh, it's, but it's, it's the same premise, I guess. Um, he, he makes it entertaining by supplying jokes that, you know, a younger audience would find to be funny. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a cool way to, to look at streaming though. I mean, you're, you're, you're custom tailoring the experience to what you want it to be. And the streamers are there to help facilitate that. Um, it, it's an interesting concept, but you know, to, to wrap it back around, uh, I would rather play the game than watch somebody else play it. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying like, I'd always like, if you, if you handed me a controller and you were like, Hey, You've been wanting to play this game, right? Yeah. Why don't you take it? Go. I'm not gonna be like, nah, fuck, no. Fuck. I'd rather. I'd rather watch it. Yeah. I mean, of course, I still like playing the games. That's what I mean. That's that's the the point. But you know, if if I you know if I get on my Twitch app on my PlayStation and I see you know someone is on there playing Breath of the Wild, you know, I've I I haven't laid hands on the game yet, but I've probably watched twenty some odd hours of people playing it. Right. So there, there's, there's, I guess there's a part of that where, as much as I work, that it kind of scratches that itch, you know, satiates for a while, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It, because I'm still learning about the game. The only difference is I'm not pushing the buttons. I guess. I yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So you're still getting the experience of the game without actually having to play it yourself, or you know, sometimes you don't have the time 
to be like when I play a game, I usually play at night between 10 o'clock and 12 o'clock. That's mm-hmm. when my kids should be in bed and usually are in bed. And that's also the time when um, I'm ready to unwind, relax, and then go to bed. So yeah. most games that I play require, if when I play a game, I, it, it requires my full attention. I'm one of those that I can't just... <laughs> You're in it. Yes. Yeah. I can't just halfway play a game. It's not fun to me then. Every night when my, when my, when my kids and my wife go to bed... During about that same time frame, I have the best intentions to actually sit down yeah. and play. But I've got a really, really bad Netflix habit. Like I'll, I'll I'll sit down with the controller in my hand with the intent. Like I've been playing Horizon Zero Dawn. You want to talk about that game for a second? I well, let's finish your thought. And then we'll, oh sure, we'll, sure. Let, let's come back. So, to that. <laughs> so I'll sit down to play a game, and I just somehow through some like demon magnetism, end up on Netflix or Hulu. And yeah. just get back to that binge watching of whatever I am binge watching. I I get that. I mean, watching versus playing is more of a passive experience. More, uh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you're. I guess it goes the same for the streamers. It's a passive, more passive experience than actually playing the game. Right. The the, the commitment isn't there. The commitment. The you know, like I said, how I need total devotion to whatever it is I'm playing because you you've you got to be focused on what you're doing. But if you're watching somebody else doing it, you're you're still getting the storyline, you're still getting the 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 gameplay experience without having to actually put forth the dedication to it, I guess, or the devote your time. You can you can sit and watch a streamer while doing something else in this world of multitasking where, you know, I I I have a hard time sitting in front of a movie. If I start to get bored, what do I do? I grab my phone out and start surfing Instagram. Messing with your phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I'll do that when I'm playing a game too. I'll pull out out my phone to look up one thing about the game. And And next thing I know, I look up and I've been, I made it to Instagram (laughs) and I've been scrolling for an hour. Dude, that happens to me all the time. Yeah. It's, we're in a distractive world these days. Phones are the worst. (laughs) I mean, going back to the past, like, I, I grew up in an era where I didn't play games extensively for a huge amount of time. I would pop in a Nintendo game, play it for 30 minutes to an hour, and I'm done. You know, I'm moving on to the next thing. And there went, there was, that that was my whole childhood was just, <clears throat> I had an NES when it came out, and that was the only console I had up until the PlayStation, uh, the PS1. So... Yeah, I mean, I I didn't game very much as a child. I did have a Sega Genesis for a short period of time, and then it broke. But um, point being, it's it's I, I think that's where my video game ADD stems from is being able to just quickly jump in, play a game for a little bit, jump out. You know, right? Um, I like those short experiences. I I, I have a tendency to want to try to do other things while I'm, you know, I can't. It's hard for me to sit down and focus on one thing, and uh, you, you get what I mean, right? Oh, right? I absolutely, I do. I think the last game I got sucked into on a level that I like couldn't put it down was Skyrim. Oh yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. That's around the time that you and I met. Yeah. And every time, every time I think you'd try to talk to me or you'd get on the PlayStation Network or anything, I was like perpetually playing Skyrim. <laughs> it was it was like a, it was a constant and nagging force in my life for like a year and a half. And I never even finished that game. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Never even. Fi- I'd never finished the main quest. That's that's like Breath of the Wild. It's one of those games where you can just do sh- shit. You know, just you just whatever. The infinite fuck around. Yes, you can do whatever you want, and it's you know, if you the storyline is almost secondary to what you can do in the game. I mean, there's just a limitless amount of things you can do. Um, Breath of the Wild is very similar to that. Yeah. And uh, that's why I think you'd like it. You need that. Oh, I would love to. I, I've been trying for weeks to track down uh, a Wii U. Because, I mean, the, the 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 specs on it, it well, as far as the, the, the resolution and gameplay are almost identical on Wii U and Switch. Well, the thing is, the thing is with a Wii U at this point in time, they're not coming down in price. I still am not seeing That's one for less than 200 That's crazy to me that it, they're not. Well, they didn't sell very well, and they're not... I, don't think they're in production anymore. So you think that's because like they're they're sticking at a plateaued price now because do you do you feel that they probably had a resurgence in sales or popularity because of Breath of the Wild and the no. inaccessibility of people actually getting their hands on it? It was Switch? never really a popular console to begin with. And I think that the price has never I've never seen the price come below New. I've never seen it come below, say, 200, 250, somewhere in there. <clears throat> and resale is has held its its value just simply because um, there's the the retail is. It just doesn't make I sense. I lost my point. I lost my point. Nah, that's what <laughs> you I have to bear with us here. This is our first time, so it, uh, it happens. Yeah. Anyway, we all lose our point every now and again. All you have to any time you lose your point, you just say, "I this never happens." This never happens ever. Right. So and now everyone's like, oh, okay, God bless him. <laughs> he he never loses his point. The the thing is with the Wii U at this point, point deflated. It it didn't sell that many units. And there's not a whole lot of people that have that bought them new that would resell them later on. I mean, there are. You can get on Craigslist, find one, obviously, but you're still gonna pay a premium for it. And it's I think just, it's more because they're out of production right now and the price never really dropped to begin with. And if you were going to get a Nintendo console to play Breath of the Wild, I'd say just get a Switch. That's the point I was trying that, to get back to. That's what you're getting to. So, so well, you see, you had the main quest, but you took you did you took the side quest side right quest. to get to your point. Sorry. Side quest. That's a that's the thing I think that we're gonna have to <laughs> formulate a, a way to stay on track because I think we've already like broken our we've talked about several different things in this short span of time. Uh, sure, already. sure. But but I mean, you know, that happens uh, there, there is a level of, uh, I, I suppose anti, we're not, not sober, but we're not quite sober. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I need the, uh, the pick me up juice. Yeah. To help that me. was, that was one of the points that we wanted. That was, uh, a segment of this show we wanted to put together was, uh, we, what we're both drinking. of us really dig, uh, good beer a lot too. Good beer and, and good liquor. Uh, yeah. Adrian is a huge Scotch fan. He's the I one do. who turned me on to Scotch in the first place. <laughs> uh, so we thought it'd be funny to have uh, beer and game pairings. So almost not not unlike you know like a, a restaurant. So tonight we are drinking Puck the beer. Puck the beer. Never heard of this one. It's Dry a, hopped petite salsa. Size, size, saison. It's a saison. saison? Uh, it's a saison. It's a variety. Similar to a sour or lambic beer, okay. but it's got more of a hop value in it to keep it from being overly sweet or tart. And it and it is hoppy. I it, love hoppy for, beers for something for a fancy little French bottle. 
it's it's a little brownish green bottle with like earth tone labels. For those of you that decide to try to find it, it's by North Coast Brewing Company. Uh, and it's got two kind of Renaissance looking ladies on the front. I like it. It's, they seem to be passing out in tandem or whispering to each other while trying to catch a baseball. Where do you see the baseball? I, I'm imagining the baseball. Oh, okay. <laughs> it appears as though maybe they were sitting too close in the back seat of a car that took a turn too quickly. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is an awkward pose. Right. Honestly, I don't know what made you pick this up because looking at the label, I'm a label shopper when it comes to beer. If the label looks cool to me, I'm going to try it. Okay, here's the truth. Last week, we intended to record our first episode of this show. Right. And I texted Adrian and was like, hey, are you picking up beer or am I picking up beer? And he's like, I already picked up some IPAs. Adrian, being an IPA drinker, is the essential IPA drinker. The more IPA it is, the more he wants to put it deep inside of him. (laughs) Whoa. So, whoa. so my idea of picking up I don't this, want to put anything deep inside me. I'm sorry. <laughs> this petite little little wannabe French beer from North Coast Brewing Company. Puck the beer. Petite Saison dry hopped. Uh-huh. Uh, the idea was that it had such a uh, soft label to it. Yeah. In comparison to the idea of, oh, yours has a different label than mine. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So his is a dancing woman. Oh, no joke. Uh, mine mine does look like two women sitting too close to each other in a back seat that took a turn too fast. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so the idea was that I would pick up these kind of frou-frou-looking beers. Are they the, to, even the same beer? They're the same beer. Uh, they to, are. To, to put next to his IPA uh, and maybe run a tongue-in-cheek comparison, but this beer actually ended up being surprisingly good. I like it. Uh, I like it a lot. I like the hoppiness of it, and that's I'm a hoppy beer drinker. Here's a description on the side of the bottle. Government warning, according to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because those of the are risk st- of birth defects. Those are standard. Consumption. Those are standard. All of them say so that. So no, it's, it's a pretty good beer. Uh, I think the box said something about it being uh, late hopped. Um, dry hopped. Well, it is dry hopped, but I think the, the late hopped is why the, the hops taste so prevalent in it. Is because they were added on at the end. Oh, okay. So there's there's a bit more of that like raw earthiness to them. When it comes to brewing beers, I know nothing. I know nothing about hoppiness or anything. I know hoppiness because I like a good bitter beer. I'm a, right. Hence the yeah. reason I like IPAs. Um, they're. I don't know. Um, all IPAs kind of generally taste the same. There are some that more that are more bitter than others, but. I mean, for the most part, you boil it down and, uh, you know, there are IPA enthusiasts that would that would swear by the ability to pick out the different varieties of hops. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, that's much like um, a wine enthusiast or a sommelier, anything like that. Right. Yeah, so, yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily call myself an enthusiast. I just I just know what I like. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's, you if you had to look at and taste this beer and like just think about the flavor and the feeling of it. Uh, let's let's come up with a with a game pairing for it. What's what's your what's your you know what? Here? That's hard. Why don't you start? My initial thought upon first trying it uh-huh. was uh, Harvest Moon. Harvest Moon. Yeah, I could get that. I could yeah? get behind that. Like if we peeled off this label and put the same title you know the, on it, but with the hold on a second, hold Moon. that thought. So you don't strike me as a person who would play Harvest Moon. That <laughs> game seems too. 
slow and you know drab for for a, a person of your. I've taste. never I've never played it, truthfully. Okay, <laughs> but I did get very drunk one night. So I'm right. I'm right. And join you on the PlayStation Network and watched you play it for a long time. Really? Yeah. And oh, I don't remember when that. I drank this beer. That's what it reminded me of. Okay. I don't remember that. I think I, okay. I think I might have rented it when it first, like, first got released, first round. Okay. I think I might have rented it, or maybe my brother did, and I put my hands on it. I, I recall playing it or being around it once when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. It's such a slow game. It is very slow. Uh, it's one it's of those so games linear. that it's too linear to be that slow. It's or too slow to be that linear. I don't know. It's not linear at all. Actually, oh, man, I just felt like point A to point B. It's 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 a farming simulator. It's it's one of those games where you are put into this world and you just taken over your uncles or whoever. There's there's been multiple Harvest Moon games, but they all have the general same general premise. Uh, you are taking over this farm and you have to keep it going. Um, so, which means raising crops, uh, also raising animals, sheep, goat, or not goats, uh, cows, chickens, uh, stuff like that. And you are raising this stuff and then selling it and building up your farm. It's also a dating sim. So you find and meet your, your you pick from... Uh, so many different women in the village. And that's, that's, I think I'm thinking of the right one, right? It's kind of like uh, real cartoony, kind of cell shaded. Yeah, well, not cell shaded. They are cartoony, but the, and they got like big hands, and the kid wears a floppy hat and carries a wrench around. Um, you are thinking of that? Doesn't sound like Harvest Moon. That sounds like Dark Cloud. Dark Cloud, not Harvest Moon at all. Dark Cloud Two is what? Yeah, Dark Cloud. Same thing though. Too Dark Cloud to Two slow. specifically. That's a PS2 game. That's the one that I watched you play that night on the uh, PlayStation Network. You know that that's yes, you were it playing is it on like PlayStation Now or something. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, yeah. That's the one. Not hard. Screw that. Screw that Harvest Moon garbage. Dark Cloud Two. <laughs> I'm 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 impressed that I was able to pick out what game that you were talking about. Right. Well, you um, know, once you start talking floppy hats and, <laughs> and wrenches, cell shading and wrenches. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Adrian's mind is immediately like. I know what that is. Not uh, Harvest Moon at all. Well, and for those of you that don't know, I am a game collector. I got, well, my previous story is, you know, like I had the NES, but when I got the PS1, that's when I really got into gaming. I got started with RPGs and stuff like that. We're changing subjects again. <laughs> Sorry, it happens. Guys. It happens. It happens. Um, but anyway, I, I got really heavily involved with, games like the, the I'd say the first one that I can remember really getting involved with is the original Resident Evil that game I played it until I beat it and it was the first time I experienced an immersive experience like that that wasn't just one of those quick run and gun you know 30 minutes to an hour and you're done type of games right. it's it had a fully uh, fledged or fully we uh, realized story that took hours to complete. Um, and I know there, there were RPGs and stuff that did that on, on PS2 or not PS2 super Nintendo previously to that. But like I said, I didn't have a super Nintendo like Oregon trail. Um, I guess <laughs> Oregon trail. That's a game that makes me think of, of junior high. Well, sure. <laughs> so, 
Uh, anyway, that's okay. So now, we, now we know. I wasn't talking about. It wasn't Harvest Moon. It was Dark Cloud. So now, puck the beer. Puck the beer Saison is dry hopped. Dark Cloud two for Dark Cloud two. Okay. Do we? Can we agree on that? Um. Sure. All right. I don't have a better suggestion, it so has, sure. It has been decided. <laughs> it was between that or the first Soul Caliber. Why Soul Caliber? Explain that one. Ah, uh, the the pictures on the labels. <laughs> kinda, okay, kinda okay. Made me think of the Soul Calibur okay. concept art. Well, if you want to go that route, then. But really, I think Soul Calibur would be more like. Uh, I don't know, mead. Mead. Yeah, yeah. something sour and medieval. Bar- something barbaric. Just, something's too something too heavy. <laughs> something I don't have the beard to drink. So. Okay, so. This has a light, hmm, has a light hoppiness. It's not mm-hmm. super bitter. I like your idea. Like the label gives you this calm kind of feeling. So I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, uh, what's a calm game that I really enjoy? Um, gosh, I don't know. This, this is not an easy game for me, man. I'm not an analytical person. If you, <laughs> you know, I'm an, I'm an artist and I've never been the analytical type. My art has meaning behind it. Never. All right. I so just like making art, you know? I'm I'm calling it at this point a definitive win for Dark Cloud. Dark Cloud 2. Dark Cloud 2 on the Puck the Beer Petite Saison. We'll uh we'll post a picture of it on Instagram and we will let you guys go out and find it and try it and weigh in. If you guys have any suggestions on beers that we need to try for our beer pairing series. Uh, I guess either let us know uh, in the comments on this video or find us on Twitter, Instagram. Let me know in the comments below. Ooh, you've been waiting to say that. <laughs> I have. I have. Busted That's that an out. ongoing joke with my kids and I. <laughs> their videos uh, always let me know in the comments below. So I make fun of them watching their videos. Hey, 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 Caroline. It's my oldest. Hey, Caroline. Carwine. What do you think? <laughs> Carwine. What do you think <laughs> of... Uh, what do you think? Would you rather have hamburgers for dinner or spaghetti? Let me know in the comments below. We just, (laughs) we just go on like that. Oh, it's funny. It's a good time. She, uh, she has a great sense of humor about it too. So even though I'm making fun of the things she watches. Don't let your kids try the beer and tell you what game it should go with. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, just a bit gaming podcast, not brought to you by North coast brewing company. Not. But you know what that beer does? It makes you have to take a break. So we're going to take a quick break here and come right back. We are back with the Just A Bit Gaming podcast, our first episode, Friday, June 2nd. I am your host, Ryan Reynolds, and this is my buddy, Adrian Bertazoid Townsend. That's me. He announced the break because he had one too many puck the beers, petite saison, dry hopped. By North Coast Brewing. So, welcome back to this, our studio, which is actually my dining room table at the moment. Whoop! What up, dining room table? This is my bird noise. Whoop, whoop! (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, if you guys don't have a dining room table, you should get one. Oh, yeah, they're great. Among the the many uses, podcasting uh, appears to be one of them. Yes. Yes, finally, after two years. I'm actually just glad we're doing this. Finally. We've talked about it so long. And, and the thing is, is I know that we're going to be able to uh, continue doing it. I enjoy the fact that I get to come over here and, and you know, 
shoot the shit. Yeah, it's dude. been a while. We we kick off the dirt. Yeah, chew the fat. We uh we live about what forty minutes away. Uh, if you hit any traffic, it's an it's an easy hour. Yeah, so it's it's not easy to to get together and hang out. So it's cool. Um, and hopefully we can get a better format going for you guys, and you know that that'll come with time. But I don't plan on uh going anywhere. Nah, nah. We're we're gonna keep doing this for. This a while. won't be the first and the last, is what I'm trying to say. It is the first. It is the it's, first. It's half of what you said it wouldn't be. <laughs> so, uh, next segment here, we're gonna move on to a little concept we dreamed up called "What Ryan Doesn't Know." The idea here is that, as we've expressed, Adrian is really the core gamer of the two of us. I, I enjoy it. I love the culture, but he really, uh, he's a he's a part of it on a daily basis. Damn. So my is that bad thing? No, I mean you're. If <laughs> if we were both me, we couldn't effectively put on a gaming podcast. That's, okay, that's the whole point. I'm learning about it as we go. Okay, you know okay. my my strength in all this is uh, is the fact that I studied theater in college, so I can talk a lot without meandering. Okay, well then <laughs> that works. But I mean, the bad thing is in you know. You know how people look upon gamers. I mean, the, the stigma's changed nah, over the years, but uh, people generally have a negative perception of the gamer, you know. Nothing is sexier than joystick calluses. <laughs> All right. I mean on your right thumbs. On. I don't right mean on. on your joystick. All right, cool. So the idea of this game is Adrian, uh, each episode, will drop a game or series that he is intimately familiar with mm. that, and by intimately... I mean, have sex with it. Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, he will drop a game or series that he's very familiar with, and I am not so familiar with. And between the name of the game or series that he tells me and what I can find in a Google search of the cover art, I now have to explain the game or series from start to finish. And he has to tell me how wrong I am. Uh, We actually. We've, I, we've played this before. We've talked. We've talked about this before uh, a bit. We, well, we've, I mean, we've we've experimented with this, not in a podcast type, set, like just just for fun. Just yeah, just a, he he likes to throw random tidbits at me, and I happen to know the answers to most of the shit he throws my way. So in in the gaming world, you, you he, have a creative mind, and he, I like to listen to it. <laughs> did I tell you? Uh, getting off off track for a second. A couple weeks ago at work, I I think I told you I convinced a girl that. Oh, Hawaii yes. is yes. not a state. <laughs> Explain that real quick before we start this game because this is too good. There was a woman that, that came into my job. I work in the restaurant industry. Uh, and there was a woman that came in uh, and was trying to use the word Hawaii. And she's very old. We're in, a, we're in the middle of Oklahoma. And this woman was very old and saying, Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii. <laughs> and this girl that works for me, one of my employees, got very upset, like uh, offended, started making fun of the woman and came and told me, well, she kept saying Hawaii, Hawaii. So I didn't know what she was saying. The word is Hawaii. We're, we're in America. It is Hawaii. It's a state. And I didn't like that she was being mean to this woman. So I said, well, Hawaii is not a state. And she was like, what? And I was like, no, do you remember, you remember how when we were kids, Pluto was a planet? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, hold on. So Pluto was a planet, and now it is not. And she's like, yeah? And I was like, same year, this shit happens. <laughs> they went to Hawaii, and she was like, Hawaii's not a planet? And I was like, <laughs> like nah. <laughs> so I told her it's not a state anymore. And she goes, well, if it's not a state, what is it? And I told her it was uh, 
a territory loosely regulated by Canada. <laughs> wow. And she said, well, the pieces that aren't regulated by Canada, what regulates it? And I said, old fashioned maritime law, like pirates and trading and shit. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, Paul, like, how, how did I not know that? <laughs> <laughs> And I look at this other kid, one of my other employees, and she looks at him for support, like to 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 tell her that I'm making it up. And he goes, "Right." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I eventually went back and and told the girl what happened. I texted Adrian about it, and I said, "Did you know that I I convinced this girl that Hawaii's not a state?" I said she was very impressed with my knowledge, and he said, "We all are. <laughs> you have a lot of knowledge that none of the rest of us seem to have." So. That, in a very large nutshell, is is where the idea behind yeah, yeah. what Ryan doesn't know came up. So, 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 okay. When we do this, we gotta you gotta explain it. You have to convince me that you know what you're talking about in the span of let's say two or three minutes. Can you do that? Done. Okay. Let's kick it off. All right. Let's kick it off. You tell me what we're talking about. And what pieces you want to know about it. Okay. Or if you want to know all about it, because I'll school you down. Okay. So just based upon uh, box art, um, I'm hugely involved with the Dark Souls series. So. Never played uh, it. I will say I'm not real familiar with the story of the game. The game is, I, I play the game for the gameplay. It's one of those throw you in and do anything type games. Okay? Right, right, right. So I want you to. Explain to me how the gameplay is. Maybe, maybe tell me some about the enemies, or you know, how does this game go? You could, you could tell me a little bit about the story. I might be able to, <laughs> might be able to scrounge up some ideas of the story. Okay, so am I talking about Dark Souls, the game, or Dark Souls like the? Was it a trilogy or was it four games? There technically is four games. Because the first one was Dark Demon dark Souls. Demons, Demon Souls. Demon Souls. Not dark so Demon you are familiar with it somewhat. I, I, I am aware that it exists. Okay. There was the last one that the studio put out, Bloodborne, that I tried. And that's, that's, a, different, okay. that's a different story okay. uh, that we'll talk about. Well, uh, okay. So you're familiar with Bloodborne. I wouldn't call Bloodborne part of the Souls series. It's similar in nature. But I think but that I, I think that's still okay for you to, to go with. Do you need to see box art or something? Yes. Uh, hold on. Okay, so I got some box art and concept art Googled. It's in front of me. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to use this first set of search results. I'm going to tell you to go with, uh, let's see. None of these look like the box art. This is Dark Souls 3. Let's go ahead and okay. go with that one. So the picture he told me to pull up is the, oh, that's the, that's the, the, the Dark Souls 3 Prestige Edition promo. Okay, these, these are things that come in the prestige, like the special edition of Dark Souls 3. Right, and so it's got a little statue and it will, a, a, a booklet, uh, what appears to be a, a small smattering of pogs. Remember pogs? <laughs> yeah, those do look <laughs> like pogs. That shit come with pogs? <laughs> Turn that over here, that, I can't really see pog? it. Oh no, it's patches, iron on patches. Oh, okay, okay. I thought that was pogs. It does look like <laughs> pogs. They're just little round dark, circles. Dark pogs. Okay. All right, so here we go. Yeah. Dark Souls. Starts in an alternate Middle Ages of Earth, uh, where the world has fallen into uh, hellish chaos because of this fella in the armor. 
Okay. He doesn't have a name. Uh, the people know him as Big Sword. Big Sword. Okay. Big Sword. Or uh, BS. No, that would be too fitting. BS. So they, they know him as Big Sword. Uh, because they don't have another name for him because they think he's just uh, like uh, like a vision. They think he's a ghost roaming this hellscape that is their world now. They find out that he's an actual dude and he makes armor on bonfires that he lights throughout the country. So you know about bonfires. You know a little bit more than... Okay, that's fine. Go I know ahead, about the ahead. bonfires because you you told me once. I have. About I do talk points. about this game a lot, so uh, yeah, that's fine. So I know about the bonfires, and he makes new swords in the bonfires. Okay. Overnight, and with each sword he makes the. I'm sorry, I'm not selling it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this this big fellow with the sword, he makes these swords as he travels through the world, trying to restore order and beat up the demons from the prequel called Demon Souls. And their souls are the dark souls that he collects. And the first one happens and he gets close to restoring order to the world and then he breaks his sword. He breaks his sword. That's right. That's how it ended. So he breaks his sword and he falls asleep for a hundred years. And then he comes back in Dark Souls 2 and wakes up and he's like, ah shit, I gotta make a new sword. <laughs> so he goes and makes a new sword out of some of the other demons that he had eaten okay. in the past. Okay. And so then after he made his sword, he's like, this is a good looking sword, but now I'm hungry for more demons. So he goes to eat some more demons and he goes and fights them. And he realizes that he never restored order. He just moved them to a different hellscape with a bigger castle and he needs to make more bonfires. So as he okay. goes through traversing, making traversing is a is a theme word in this series. So as There's he goes through, traversing. Uh, traverses the terrain towards the big castle, he gets closer and closer, and is like, "This this big sword isn't a big enough sword." So he makes a, another one more bonfire, and makes the biggest of the big swords. Is it, that the one he's carrying? That's the second to biggest big sword because if the statue showed the biggest big sword, it because you see that little that little wispy little thing that that fella's carrying. That's so, the sword he starts with. <laughs> okay, okay. It's basically a sapling branch. It looks like a rapier. The other character that he's pointing to is holding this long, skinny... I think that big sword's a lot rapier than the first one. <laughs> it might be. It might be. So, so he makes the biggest of the big swords and he goes into the castle and he's like, sup? And the demons are like, shit. Yeah. So the demons light some fires that he has to now put out with his big sword. And then that's the end of the second game. Okay. And there's a lot of online play in between the second game and the third game. I'm going to stop you here. Yeah. You're nowhere near <laughs> the storyline. I mean, uh, you had some points that, that were okay. All right. He does. There. I just finished a bit of DLC in uh, Dark Souls 3, the last DLC that came out. Uh-huh. And you did fight a character. I don't remember his name. But he... Uh, he consumes the dark souls and he becomes all powerful and, and he eats the demons. Uh, I guess, yeah, the demon souls. Uh, sure, I guess. Okay. I don't don't quote me on the story because <laughs> I don't follow the story. It's, okay. it's, it's one of those you have to read things and try to figure uh, out. We the were going to talk about gameplay and I went story. You did. That's fine. That's okay. Um, there is there's nobody making swords and bonfires. There are blacksmiths. The blacksmiths upgrade your your weapons. Why they gotta be smiths? Well, I don't know. <laughs> they, uh, 
they make, but there is no, there's a, there's a lot of different, each game has their own main boss, I guess, that you have to defeat at the end. But and none of the big bosses are uh, a castle? No, no. Castles play a big role in the game. Um, but you don't fight a castle? No. I would have sworn I saw a video once of someone fighting a castle. Maybe they just didn't know what the hell they were doing. There's a giant tree. There's there's big bosses, okay. uh, but no castles. You explore the castles. Um, so if you had to rate my knowledge on whether or not I get a sequel, do I get a sequel? Your game sounds boring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that I'd be interested in a guy that's creating the bigger, better sword, and then he comes back. Maybe that's all. That, Maybe I was halfway to Ocarina of Time. Explain you, that one. I didn't, I've never played that. Well, I played it, but I never beat it. Okay, so you start as Baby Link. Yes. Oh, I know this. Well, not a baby, but you start as like Kid Link. He's like a, a child in, right. in the forest, and the Deku Forest. Deku. 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 I always said Deku. Deku. Uh, we've said it both ways, so that makes us universally correct now. We're good. He starts off in the, the forest with the great Deku tree. Deku, that's what it is. Deku? Ah, fuck it. So he starts off with this giant tree that's like his patron saint, and this tree's You do like, fight a Deku tree in Dark Souls. He's it, got big balls, too. Is He's, it a, called a Deku tree? No. Oh, you just... He's it's just like big, the great Deku tree's brother? Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> his name's Balregard. Balregard. Yeah, because, oh, that boss battle was, that was a fun boss battle. Balregard the tree. What in the world is that? Sounds like a helicopter. It does. Outside. Or, or uh, earthquake. That's usually what an earthquake It might be an earthquake. Like. We'll we get see. earthquakes around here. We didn't used to, but we do now. Anyway. Fracking. So you start out as Kid Link. Long story short, you go to the tree and he's like, Bro, there's some bad stuff happening. Yeah. Here's a little wood sword. Go fight some bad dudes. Avenge me because I'm about to die. So you get up inside this patron saint, Deku Tree, and you fight some spiders and shit inside of him. And then he goes ahead and dies on you. Okay. So you get out of your little tree village with your little green tree friends. And you go out into Hyrule. You meet a little horse named Epona. Right. And you kick it with Epona quite a bit. You go beat some other temples as a kid. There's a water temple, a fire temple. Uh, a dust temple. Okay. I think it's like the sand temple. I don't remember. It's been a long time. Uh, I just recall that you probably could have used some visine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then you become an adult Link, and shit's bad. Everything's busted. I think I might have just told the story of this game, effectively, really. And so you go, and as you learn your, more, your, your better powers to go beat the bad guy, uh, Ganondorf. Ganon is actually his man form. And you go to... You go and Ganondorf with, is his pig form? Ganondorf form. is his big... His, he's, he's a big bad dude named Ganon, and then he's a bigger bad dude named Ganondorf. Okay. He's like a monster with some tusks and shit. Yeah, yeah. So. That's, that's who you fight in Breath of the Wild. Right. Mo most Zelda games come back to some form of Ganon or Ganondorf. Right, but I'm talking about the, the big. I like one where they come back and you're the boss that you have to fight at the end is Ganondorf. <laughs> I see where you're going. And he's out of your basic range of combat. <laughs> he just rolls around and laughs at you a lot. And eventually he wins because you just suffer an anxious breakdown. <laughs> you just give up and he's like, yep. It's it's like those little uh the Deku leaves or whatever. Uh Kuruk, uh Oh my gosh, I'm gonna like get beat the, up the for this. Kor Kor Koru seeds? Yes. No, yes. Kor 
They're little guys. That, Koroks. Yes. Koroks. Something like Something that. Something like that. Clorox. They are bleached. I'm seeds. not good with names. They're they're for your white tunic when you find it. Oh, okay. All right. Well, they they're they're little guys that look like leaves. Yeah. And yeah. If you tried to fight one of those, I think it would be difficult. It'd be, same thing. Roll around your ankles and shit. Yeah. They keep you on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be Legend of Zelda, life is short. <laughs> I like it. So anyway. I, I suppose I failed uh what right actually I maybe my lack of knowledge, does that mean I won or lost uh, what Ryan doesn't know? I'm going to say for this first one, I'm going to say you lost. All right. You, I didn't really want to play your game. I I'd rather play. You? No, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather play, play the Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Yeah. But I have a deep love for deep, that game. I have deep, a deep passion for that game. Deep, dark love. And Those passion. games. Yes. So like I said, I, I once tried Bloodborne by that same studio, which is uh the most difficult game that's ever been made. Um, yeah. To you. No, it's, I read it <laughs> online on a post that I authored. Okay. I think referring to it as the most difficult game ever made. Okay. I played it for nine. Hours. Okay. You know, you start, you pick your, your fella, your skinny dude. Right. With the big hat. Okay. That's who and you picked. Yeah. I, I, I liked his fashion sense. Yeah. Uh, I'm a skinny fella. I like big hats. <laughs> so, and then I picked, he had a gun and a, a really long sword, like a long skinny sword. And you've got your first, Yarnum is the name of the like half dead town you're in. Right. And you've got your first little dungeon area outside. Like you, you go save in the little dream world, you know, <laughs> right. And you like upgrade fight the werewolf and, and stuff. fight a werewolf, all that. But then when you're back in Yarnum and it's like the day of the hunt and you're in the first part of the city, like in the town square where they have the bonfire, I literally tried that for nine hours and could not get past that first bonfire to the oh man nine hours i tried this and then this this gives me an idea go ahead my wife rolls in the room who is not a gamer she does not play video games she rolls in and goes what are you playing and why are you so mad so (laughs) i i i proceed to explain it to her she goes oh neat let me try and i handed her the controller and she button mashed her way through no like, right? And did better than you. No, like made it through. First try. Wow. Two of the big doors, made it through. And she's like, now what's this do? And I just turned it off and quit. I was oh, like, man. you don't you don't even get to see what it does. <laughs> so, so okay. And then I never picked That's it up That's impressive. Again. That was like a year and a half ago. Wow. And I haven't picked it up again. Here's my idea. We are, maybe we ought to Twitch stream you trying Bloodborne out again. Okay. But this time, I'm going to watch you and help you through it. It's a good plan. Okay. So, you know, there's like a live feed if people are watching, right? Like they can help t- me. They can on help Twitch. Me as well. yeah, yeah. People can tell you how to play. We should do that. <clears throat> if you want to, maybe we could, you could watch me play for a little bit. So you get a feel of how to do it. No, actually I shouldn't show you. You just need to figure it out on your own. Like I did. Well, okay. Okay. So we're going to put you into it and I'll give you pointers on how to do better and we'll see if you can get better at it. I think you could get better at it. I, I don't think it's a lost cause. Nine hours is a long time, but I don't think it's a lost cause. <laughs> and it was like that. It was nine hours straight. Wow. Okay. Yeah, man, it was it was bad news bears. I, I'm curious to see how bad you suck and see if I can make you better. Man, I'm curious to show you how bad I suck. <laughs> see if you can make me worse. All right, let's do that then. We'll we'll plan right. we'll plan the Bloodborne Twitch stream. Ryan learns how to play. 
That sounds like a good time to me. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll let you guys know when we're going to do that. That'll probably be sometime the next week, right? Yeah. We'll yeah. Start, start streaming a game every other Friday or something. That works for me, yeah. Get on we a schedule. Synchronize, synchronize. Synchronize our cycles. Synchronize streaming. Synchronize streaming. Yeah. That could be a thing. It could. Synchronize streaming. Yeah. Okay. I dig it. Just, so, uh, just don't cross streams. I think we're running up close to an hour here. Um, I think we should close this thing. All right. You got any closing remarks? Anything else you want to talk about before we hit, hit it? Um, no, I don't. So we'll be back in two weeks. We'll be back in two weeks. We're, we're, our plan is to, to do this thing every two weeks. And, um, you know, we'll, we're going to stick this out. We're going to get better at it. Um, Let us know what you think. Yeah. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Hey, we uh, appreciate feedback too. I, I I'd like to know what absolutely. people think and, and how we can improve. We want to make this an enjoyable listen for people. So absolutely. In the in the description below the video, we'll have all the links to different ways to get a hold of us, different ways to interact. Let us know what you guys want to hear about. Let us know if you want us to try or review certain tech products or beers, or if you have any quirky ideas for things to us to mess around with on this show. Just let us know. We wanna we wanna hear back from you. Don't yeah, wanna, we don't have be no doing shortage. We have no shortage of opinions, so we can talk about things. So, um, from the first ever episode of Just a Bit Gaming Pod, Jab Gaming. Jab Gaming. This is Ryan Reynolds. And I'm Adrian Townsend. And we'll see you next time. Bye. And this is the after show. Just a bit after show. <laughs> I like it. We need some theme songs, dude. Yeah, we do. We'll uh, get some. So uh, for those of you that are listening to this, thanks for listening to our podcast. And then thanks for coming and listening to this too. Uh, that shows some real commitment on your part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is to be commended. <laughs> this is like the Easter egg of the podcast. Yeah, it's the easy, except for we put it out there in plain sight because we want people to listen to it. Yeah, yeah, like that's how I think that's how kids Easter egg hunt now. How's like, that? like you just like put them in the yard. Yeah, like, yeah. Here's, that's how ours do. Here's, it. A, here's some. When I eggs. when I hunted go, in Easter go, eggs as a kid, it's I, not hunting; it's just picking them, picking them up off the like, ground. Let's yeah. go. Let's go have an Easter egg pickup, dude. One of the best things about Easter egg hunting. I lived in the country, so we have wooded area all over the place. And my dad would and my mom would hide the eggs. And just the worst spots that you couldn't see or reach. You have to climb trees. Right, like they want you to get on some dangerous shit, like earn your eggs. Yes, yeah. And then when you got them, they didn't. They weren't plastic with like money and candy. No, they were, they were real ass eggs. eggs. Like, hey, <laughs> thanks for finding our lunch. <laughs> now, now go watch Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh man, I ate the hell out of some eggs as a kid. I don't think I ever had candy eggs as a kid. No, dude, the the, the egg itself was the candy. That's like a hard boiled egg. It was like. You found it. It is your prize. I think really the idea of egg hunting when we were kids, like you get it and it's just a disappointing hunk of uh, boiled protein. <laughs> it's, it's, but the thing is, I ate the hell out of those well, eggs, Well, sure, man. because they were readying us for a survival culture that never actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't expecting us to be able to like, you know, like call like postmates. Yeah. You know, and be like, oh, I, I need some Arby's. <laughs> Hey, mom, I'm hungry. Uh, what's for lunch? Eat your damn eggs. Right. We had, it was hard boiled eggs. <laughs>
<laughs> what's funny though is my kids, you know, Easter we'll, we'll, came hard we'll, in my house. <laughs> we'll put down some some regular eggs. They they might eat one, maybe two of them, and the rest of them just go to shit. You, you skip they skip over because they know the other ones are plastic filled or plastic yeah. little chocolate. Oh, that's a real plates. egg. I don't want that. And they throw it back. No, down. They, they want the ones with money or candy, jewels. I would too, though. I can't blame them. Vehicles. I didn't have that luxury. We had the big ass chocolates for the future. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, but we did get candy. I'm not going to say that we didn't, but not the abundance. Easter is like Halloween these days. You have, we come back. You got to like do the shit, dude. Oh, man. It's got to be like a party. Yeah. We have. Somebody shows up in a costume. (laughs) The Easter bunny costume. We got to have the Easter dress put together for. Well, for the girls, yeah, of course, and like but some I mean, pastel overalls for the boy. And I'm talking Halloween in sense pants. of all the candy that we come right, back it's with. It's ridiculous. But stores like Big Lots and Aldi, their after Easter like candy closeout sales, those are worth the fact that the holiday still exists. But those are the Big Lots is like generally most, just the reason for the season anyway. <laughs> the, well, the thing is though. I don't ever buy candy when they go on sale like that because I have oh, bags and bags of it for my kids and I make myself sick on it. You're, you're wrong to not buy it <laughs> anyway. Well, your kids are it's still kind of young. Cultural so. issue. We could, yeah, the candy is still mine when I buy it. Yeah, it is. I just put it in my backpack as Malone refers to it. Malone is my two-year-old. So. <laughs> and I put it away because he knows that daddy's things are in the backpack. I administer candy unto him whenever he is well-behaved. <laughs> we, we used to do that. But after the third one, we're like, you know, just eat it at your own pace. There's some candy. It usually lasts a day. Do you throw the candy out in the yard too? (laughs) (laughs) Tell tell them for it. Go go find it. Yeah. I bet you can't find that Tootsie Roll. (laughs) Your kids can grow up thinking that Tootsie Rolls grow on trees. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) When I get my own house, I'm gonna I'm gonna plant a Tootsie Roll tree. Hey, that's a good idea. Tootsie Roll trees, dude. Would you rather have a money tree or a Tootsie Roll tree? Tootsie Roll tree, because then you get treats and you can sell them. So it is a money tree. Not for much. Uh, Tootsie Rolls are cheap. It's a long game. I I don't know. I think Tootsie Rolls that grew organically on trees would probably go for a a bit more than store-bought Tootsie Rolls. They're organic. I would start my own Willy Wonka. I would sell them at Aldi. There you go. (laughs) My my Tootsie Rolls. Aldi is the shit, by the way. Aldi is... Uh, this is the uh, Just a Bit Gaming podcast. Not it's the after show. Not brought to you by Aldi. Not brought to you by Aldi, but I do love me some Aldi. I'm just gonna keep saying not brought to you by people that I want to to be brought to you by. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> I want to be sponsored by beer and and grocery stores. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> who else would you want to be sponsored by? Yeah, no joke. Screw gaming, dude. I'm in it for the produce. <laughs> Free food, man. I got a, I got a litter to feed. <laughs> he's got a whole crew. He's, he's got a clan. They all have, they all have numerical tattoos. Ooh, no, they don't have numerical tattoos. No, no. Too soon. Too soon. All right. So uh, that was our first podcast. <laughs> um, I feel it started a little serious. Didn't mean to. Yeah, it did. Just, we went back and listened to it just to kind of we, we kind of give our opinions on what we think. Yeah, we we were. I, th- I think we started it too serious. I think we were we were holding ourselves back. Also, we were a beer less a piece at the time. Yeah, that's true. I accidentally tripped and fell into a little bit of whiskey on my brain too. <laughs> I didn't know that. 
good hide. Well, I was in the pisser for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think just by critiquing our own podcast, I think for the next one, we're going to we're gonna be a little bit more goofy with it, maybe liquor up ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> the well, the seriousness we, is... It's is, not for the sake of liquoring up. It's for the sake of our game pairings. Yeah, exactly. We are a fine gaming restaurant. And... and I, I don't want to. I don't want the podcast to be too too serious. You know, it's that's boring. Who wants to listen to that? Nobody. If I want to listen to a serious podcast, I listen to the Giant Bomb, which is a great podcast. <laughs> it's a great podcast. But uh, those that's, guys know their stuff. They know, like, man, I would love to play what Ryan doesn't know against those guys. Oh, they would kill you. They would. They would throw some shit my way. You know what? They'd probably just make up some shit and then watch me flounder for. 20 no, minutes. I don't. I don't think they can no, make stuff no, up. No, they'd, they'd hit me with some real stuff and be like, "What are the? What are the? What are the technical specs on this?" And I'd be like, "Ah, four by six. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Four by six. Gray. Uh, <laughs> plastic. What kind of video card graphics card do you have in your in your rig? Holographic. <laughs> Charizard. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's our critique on ourselves. We we still want to know feedback from you guys and we'll come back in two weeks and try this thing again. You wanna have a pop culture moment? Okay. You heard about this Kofifi thing? No. All right. So Donald Trump tweeted a misprint. And it ended in the word Kofifi. C O V F E F E. Okay. The internet is exploding about it. Okay. It'll probably be relevant for like three days. What is that? Is it like a mistype? I, th- I think it was a mistype. According to Mike Pence, it was a code word that like he's the one of a few that knows what it means. Trump took it down, but uh, everybody is like, uh, I saw a, a tweet that said, hey, I just met you and this is crazy, <laughs> but here's my number, Kofifi maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Had you not heard about this? No. All right. I'm going to sign off this after party here to school Adrian on the ways of political social media. Uh, oh, I, I steer away from it, man. It's, it's, uh, I don't like it. Well, then we're probably going to sign off and not ingest more alcohol. Um, I'm all game for alcohol. Hell, maybe we can come back to this again after a, <laughs> a shot or two. We'll bring my wife along next time. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Bye.